Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Body Mechanic. This is episode four. This is uh, an episode that's going to be about your mind and your body and your body and your mind. And what I mean by that is, um, in this episode, hopefully I can give you some insight as to what is actually in control uh, right now. Is it your mind that's in control or is it your body? Now, this might be a little bit of a weird concept to, to some of you, and that's okay. Uh, it's it's something that uh, was brand new to me a few years ago, and I really I really tapped into it. And um, and as as I treat clients now, and as I'm around the people now, if they're open to this conversation, it really does help them really differentiate between was that my mind making this decision, or is that my body in autopilot? <laughs> so um, every morning, like we're not 95% of us and our routine is just automated. So you get up out of bed, you go to the bathroom, you look in the mirror in, in the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you wash your hands, you get downstairs, have breakfast. All that's automated. You don't really need to think about that. And that is a program that has, yes, been set by the mind, but it's also been learned by the body. And um, when I'm doing rehabilitation with with clients and when we're trying to connect the, the body back to the mind and the mind to the body, in terms of certain movements that that we need to perform in order to move uh, as humans, as people. It's, um, it can be quite um, quite confronting as to how much out of control we can be uh, with our bodies in terms of how we move. So our muscles are the only things that pull on bones to actually create movement in the body, and they're all voluntary, meaning that the, the mind sends a message via the nervous system to go, hey, muscle, I need you to move now. Or say, hey, um, you need to bend because we're carrying a bag. Or, okay, we're going to start walking. You know, that's all this unspoken automatic system that we've all created and we've all developed within ourselves. And when it comes to injuries and rehabilitation and reconnecting it, and even if you haven't injured yourself, even if you've just stopped using certain muscles or you've stopped using a certain part of your body for whatever reason, it could be energetic, it could be just because you don't anymore, you've, you've, uh, you've created another way to do it. Uh, it's 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 a really hard uh, thing to, to reconnect back, and it does take a lot of mental stamina to be able to do it and reconnect it. And I've seen this in a lot of my clients as well, um, especially um, a couple of my clients are office workers, office desk workers, and they're on the mouse and the computer all the time. So the right hand, if you're doing eight to ten hour days, the right hand knows how to do the mouse, or your predominant hand, and then the other hand knows how to type, and the other hand, uh, your right hand that's on the mouse, normally knows how to type with it. And if you're doing that, and you're teaching your body that this is the movement I need to know, this is the movement that I need to perfect, that is what the body will do. It'll become automated, and that will be its its specialty, its staple. It's, yep, if I can do this, I don't need to do anything else. Now, granted, this is also if you don't do any exercise uh, outside of work or if you're not that active in terms of, like, say, weight training or your your um, motor skills aren't, aren't up to scratch. So motor skills mean catching and throwing a ball, um, hand-eye coordination and things like that. If they're not above and beyond where they should be, there's and and you're just doing the the office desk job with the mouse and the keyboard 
you unlearn certain movements, you unlearn certain patterns that you should have learned when you were younger and you would have learned. You know, at school we learned to catch and throw balls if you played any sport. Even if you didn't, you would have thrown a ball some sometime in your life, you would have kicked the football. You've seen it being done as well. So that also gets programmed into your into your mind, into your body that you can do it because another person has done it. So when when this all occurs and this happens and your your body changes and it shifts. So for example if you were always stressed and you're sometimes people carry stress in their upper body if you're always shrugging your shoulders your upper traps so the muscles that are on top of your shoulders would be so overworked and just absolute workaholic saying we need to do this this is what we've learned to do bang and they're going to activate every single time you get up in the morning even when you're sleeping they're going to be up holding up really high but if you actually take a deep breath and relax like sometimes it takes a few goes for someone that's really highly strong and holds that stress in their shoulders and their upper body it can take a few times to to actually calm it down and to actually chill it out a bit now the the other thing is is that when the upper traps are always activated there will have to be muscles that are deactivated that aren't working okay so every every action has a reaction meaning that for every muscle that contracts there needs to be at least one muscle that is relaxing. So if your traps are always contracting and always working, can you imagine what muscles in your upper back aren't working at all? They become weak, they become dormant, they become things that you can't activate properly because you're so attuned and so trained up to just go bang, yes, upper traps, just gonna just gonna do that. It's easy. I don't need to think about it, it's done. And for things, especially in this day and age, especially in Melbourne, everyone's go, 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 busy, busy, busy. And the last thing we want to do is actually have to think about what our muscles and our bodies actually doing. We just expect it to do what it needs to do properly. However, if you don't give it the tools and the skills and you don't keep it up to scratch, if you don't service your body, these kind of discrepancies can happen. These kind of imbalances in the body, especially with the muscles and how the body moves and how the body activates and works, this is when problems and injuries and, you know, tightness in the body and and deactivation of muscles uh, start to arise. <clears throat> so there's um, – I got an example of a, uh, a client, again, back to the office, office desk scenario. And um, now that you know what, what uh, muscle – what I mean by muscles not working or you're in such a learned state that – learning something new or unlearning something and then relearning it is actually quite hard. So there's a client of mine who whose right hand doesn't do what what uh what she they they explain it as they don't it doesn't do what they want it to do. And therefore I turn that into and this is also for the client to understand where where the body is coming from as well. Is that if the body has got full control of you and the mind is trying to take over again why would someone else like you know why would your body let let go of that power that they're in control so again i'm separating the body as a separate entity to who you are as well who the mind is just so you can get that idea so it was a matter of sitting with my client and we're still in progress now of, of helping them and you can do this at home as well is that, you know, if you find that you're always hunching your shoulders, if you find that your right hand is better than your left hand, 
you know, it's because you use it more. It's because you dominate with that hand more or that arm more. So what was happening was my client would be talking to me and would be like putting their hands up and down and, and just moving it around and everything like that. And then what would happen was the right hand would just go out to the side and it would just knock something or it, it would just have a mind of its own is what is what my client would always say. It has a mind of its own. I don't know what it's doing, but I hate it. I don't have control of it. So then I'll go back and go, okay, well, what, where's where, what's going on here? And what, what was going on and what still is going on, but now that we've worked on it, and I'll explain how we've been working on it as well, it's because that has that arm, that hand has just gone into complete autopilot. And it's actually quite interesting is that every time it would have a mind of its own, it would actually go back into a position of where the mouse was. It would actually just go back and just sit on a table as if it was holding a mouse. And it was just that programmed, that arm was just that programmed to just be on a mouse in front of a computer, like just like they were in an office job. And to actually bring it back and go, hey, no, come here. I need you to be on my lap or, you know, I need you to actually cut a, a, a a steak with an knife and fork, it was so challenging for them to actually, you know, comprehend what was going on. And then there's also the mental side of things of like, you know, that sense of how have I lost control over my body and how is this happening? And then you get into a state of stress and worry that something else is wrong when really it's just that disconnection that's been made because you have, you have like soldered a, a connection with, just another movement so what I did with this client is we went in we had to look in the mirror um, because doing it without them seeing it uh, proved to be a little bit more challenging as well so that was a progression that we took and what we did is we had to stand in front of a mirror and all I wanted her to do was turn her palms to face like arms by her side turn her hands to the face the palms facing behind her and then turn her palms to say the, the palms are facing in front of her that's all I wanted to do with both hands. And you could see the lag that the right hand had compared to the left. And so that's when I cued her and goes, I go, well, now that the left hand knows what it's doing, you don't have to think about that one. That one's doing it correctly, right? It's, it's It knows it. It's automated. What you need to do is actually connect the mind to the body on the right hand. So that's actually literally getting the signal from your brain and imagining it going all the way down to your arm in the nervous, in the expressway, in the nervous system. Actually imagining that message going, yep, cool, send post a post message or text message, however you want to look at it, and going down into your, in through your neck, down your shoulder, into your hand, wrist, arm, and actually going, hey, you need to move this way now. Now to do that, and to reconnect that, it's like there's a whole heap of cobwebs there. It hasn't been cleaned. It's like a dingy place that has been that that has been just unoccupied. It has not been looked after at all. So, you know, to clean up cobwebs or to clean up, say, an attic in, in, in life. So life says down says into a garage that you haven't touched for ages. How hard is it to get started and to actually go, okay, this goes there. We're going to clean up this dust. You know, we've got to get rid of the bugs and the spiders and all this kind of stuff. It's the same thing with the body and the muscles. And so we worked on that. 
and it, it, it gets it does get to the point when we do these sessions with clients it does get to the point where the client goes i need to actually rest i need to just sit down and, and rest because the the reprogramming that happens within the brain and within the mind with this stuff it can be quite heavy and it can it can be it, it's it can be a real a real heavy thing to have within the mind to have to, to, to put two or two together especially when you know you used to be able to do this and especially that you know that you know it's something that you've unlearned and then you get upset with yourself because you've unlearned it but you hadn't realized and there's this whole other mental voice going on in your head going you should be able to do this you should know how to do this come on like i know how to do this and you do but you need to show that you do you need to action that you do which means that you'll actually know and do at the same time so this is with any rehab um the, the, the last progression that we had with this client was um we're actually trying to get you know, another another movement happening where both arms are working bilaterally, meaning both arms are working at the same time, at the same pace. And that was, again, another challenge. So now this client's got to work on both those exercises that we did in front of a mirror to make sure that everything's done. And, again, it is all these little things that will equate to having full control back into that right hand. Now, when I'm saying the body controls the mind or the mind controls the body obviously in hindsight working in unison and working at a, at a at a steady level with both of them is ideal but at the time where the body has taken over the whole mind and that the body is deciding what is going on meaning that I'm sure you've heard the saying that you know the um you know mind mind over body not body over mind so if it, for example if you're doing a really hard workout or you're going for a walk and it's like a it's a ridiculous 20k walk or whatever you want to do and your mind is saying no come on i can do this i can do this let's do it the body will respond and do it but if the body was in charge the body will go nah i don't want to do it it's too hard don't worry about it i'm chill and that's what how i like to differentiate it if if the 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 body has decided something it will give up, right, because it's easy. But if the mind has decided something, it won't give up because you will talk yourself into it and the body has to follow. Yeah, if, if the if the mind is in control, the body has to follow. If the mind is in control, the, the body has to follow. If your body is in control, you know, the mind has to follow. It's It's something that if the mind is in control, the body has to follow that. So really get into into your minds and into the thought processes that you're going through right now is that you know you can do it you know how to do it you've done it before which really should calm you and really should you know give you those that confidence that you know what's going on and you know how to do it you just got to focus on it rather than going I don't know how to do it I used to know I can't do it and then it ends up just exploding and you end up doing nothing about it you know, which is the hardest thing. It's like the longer that you leave something, the harder it's going to be to get back into. So you get back into it as soon as you can, you know, and obviously you'll have your support network and everyone around you. But you also got to practice. you also got to practice the movements and you've got to connect your mind to your body and take the mind back to take over your body. Obviously, in every good sense possible, it's not to destroy the body or not to, you know, be rough with the body. It's 
that the mind can become more assertive. Now, there will be times in life which we'll go through in, in other podcasts uh, in the next few episodes is that, you know, yes, sometimes your body does need to take a stand and your mind will say, come on, go, go, go. Like, we need to get this done, need to get this done. But your body's getting sick and it's going, no, this is it. I'm not doing it. And it gets sick for you because it needs you to stop, which we'll talk about in another podcast. You know, they're the kind of things that you need to really, really consider. But in terms of this and getting control back over your body movement and how your body moves and how it works and how you want it to work and how you want it to operate, that is really important that you get that differentiation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you've got any questions, please shoot me a line on um, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you can find me. Um, I look forward to having episode five ready for you, and I hope you got something out of today. See you later, guys.